Apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of homeownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com, or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345, corporate NMLS number 338923, Home Mortgage, and equal housing lender. American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC, DBA, Annie Home Mortgage, Lo-Fi Direct, Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent, License Lender, Broker Number, ML 338923, Massachusetts Mortgage Lender, and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC 338923, Rhode Island License Lender, License Number 20112810L. Call for additional details. Victoria Lang. Um, we're here today because honestly, I need something to distract me from my life. So I just wanted to get on here and talk about, I don't want to say dumb shit because a lot of the stuff that we're talking about like is not dumb. But um, yeah, we'll just say that for now. Um, first thing I really wanted to get into, I'm sure if you're watching this, you read the title. Um, and everybody is talking about the show Euphoria right now. And I'm a couple weeks behind because it just ended like two weeks ago. But um, I guess I kind of wanted to wait uh, to talk about it. So I didn't want to spoil anything because people get real up in arms about that. So at this point, if you haven't seen it, it's on you if I spoil anything. Um, so yeah, but basically, I kind of just wanted to talk about like, is it not even so much like helpful or harmful, but like what are the effects of shows like this? And like not just Euphoria, but I feel like this show kind of goes and like cuts deeper than like most shows that like deal with this kind of subject matter. So I do think that it's helpful because like it helps people relate or do you think it's harmful and like it inspires people, particularly high schoolers and like kids to do fucked up shit <laughs> i think that um people are scared of things that they don't know and i think people really view the world through their own myopic lens and so i think anything that sheds light on other people's life experiences and struggles i feel like that is productive you know everybody's life isn't like 
you know, whatever yours is and however good yours might be, there's probably isn't. And to see that shouldn't make you uncomfortable to see the kind of things that a transgender person goes through or the stresses and trials and tribulations of a high school athlete. You know, there's, there's a lot going on with these people that that movie Bo Burnham did a couple of years ago about like the eighth graders or whatever it was, you know, again, I think when you're, just giving people a chance to understand the world from someone else's perspective. I don't see how that would be harmful. It, it might not be comfortable. It, it depends on how they're portraying it. Right. And I'm not realistically saying it. realistically. That's, okay. That's great. Right. But here's what I'm saying. And it's might not, and, and it might correlate and it might not. Okay. So bear with me, please. For a decade. Right. Living in the ghetto was glorified. You heard how awesome it was on every song. You heard how cool it was in every movie. And it had an effect, right? It, it, why would people strive to get out of something that's that cool, that that's glorified? So what I'm saying is I haven't seen the show. So I'm not going to say it's good or bad or right or wrong. What I'm saying is the way it's portrayed, it, it's, it's, it can be harmful. All right. It could be it could be harmful if it's not if it's portrayed from a single lens. This is my point of view. This is what I go through every day or this is what we go through every day. That's fine. All right. And I, I could understand that and I would agree with that. But if it's being used as a. As a stick, do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, this is what uh, uh, this is what I go through every day. So you need to give me I, I deserve you. You owe me. Do you, know, do you understand what I'm saying? That that's not. I, I couldn't. Right, agree no, with again, that. I don't. I don't think anybody. I don't think this shows about like anybody's owed anything. Again, it's just the idea that you could see what it's like for a transgender kid in high school and what that experience is like. And again, I think it can be graphic at times. I think it's unpleasant, but I think at the end of the day, I. I don't know. So I think it's it's good. So honestly, I am, I kind of disagree with both of you, um, to be completely honest. I disagree with you, Joe, because I don't think the people who live like normal, stable lives are the people that really get affected by like this kind of show it's the people that actually like are like living through that and like the show deals with so much more than just like the one character that's like transgender and that's like not even like the character arc of that character like whatsoever like it's talked about like once and then like you it's done for the rest of the two seasons that that person is transgender like it has like no effect on the show what like the real I guess things that are like disturbing is like in the second season, there was like a full scene where like there was uh, the character Maddie and she was um, like basically trapped in her room with her ex-boyfriend and he put a gun to her head or whatever and was like, I'm going to shoot it if you don't give me this and that. Um, and like, that was like, so triggering to watch. I don't want to say because like, I've been in like that situation, but like having been in similar situations or like, even if you haven't just like be like, that was like, and I don't want to say it's going to like inspire like kids to go put a gun to like girlfriend's heads, but like, 
you know, um, I also kind of have an issue with like the way high schoolers are like depicted in the show, like the outfits and like the sexualization of like, I know that the actors playing them are not actually 16, 17, but that's like the age that they're portraying. Um, and me just like having um, a sister who is 16 and like that's what the show is portraying. I've definitely seen a shift in how people who when I was 16, how we acted and how they act. And obviously, I think it has a lot more to do with euphoria, but like or a lot more to do with than just euphoria but um i think that that definitely has like a huge impact on it because like i even i was at her 16th birthday party and all of them had like dresses on that were like inspired by like characters from the show and like it was literally like stepping in a question can i ask like you a question i'm gonna ask you a question as i brought this up uh in front of some uh, students earlier today i i thought i asked a really solid question and I'm glad that we're talking about this because I'd like to post a question to you because this applies to you in, in, in many ways. I'm not a big Instagram user, but you know, I'm hip and cool. So of course I'm on the Insta every time I go on there <laughs> and there's the a, and there's a picture of the gram, whatever you want to call it. IG. I here's, here's <laughs> what I always see. Right. And this is sometimes you, it's a picture like this being all sexy and then usually the next photo you're you've gone right immediately to the butt i i don't who told women that that's what like why do you guys do that I, it, again it's like you're sexualizing yourself i don't like instagram because i feel like half of my feed is just like girls butts <laughs> girls who just instantly were like oh a camera here's my butt well, i like why what is that honest. You go on like any like young guy who is like my age and like they're standing there with their shirt off. And like well, to be completely honest, you guys gotta set your own standard. I don't I, well, I don't you think know what? Way. I think this might raise a bigger question here, right? I really do, because this country in general is a bit prudish, don't you think? When you have the, the entire other everybody else in the freaking world except for America. They show boobies on TV. They show butts on TV, and they don't—they don't make it like this such a taboo thing. Do, do you understand? Like I it's not taboo. The issue that I have is like when you make it normalized that like children look like that's a 16 year old is supposed to look like a 25 year old and granted i am happy that they're not having literal 16 year olds play these parts and wear these clothes and whatever but the point is like why are you showing somebody who's supposed to be 16 basically walking through a school in a bikini top like that you know i 100 I, I agree with you because i've always said that snooki was an was a terrible influence on this country. Right? I've, I've said that from day one. And so I, I understand what you're saying. And my but head is clearing. My head is clearing. And it's not Michael's situation because he's the one that ended up in jail. Not her, but it's Snooki because she's a woman. No, right. because she was an well, idiot. Well, like all of them acted the same way. They were all on the same show and did the same things. But Okay, I got, I'll got. i tell you why. Here, Okay, here's, here's the friggin' truth. All right. When I was stationed in California, my friend Turd Ferguson, I call him that. He knows who he is. Right. 
he nicknamed me Snooky, and it freaking stuck. Do you got a vendetta against Snooky? Yes, I do. I I really do. So Uh, you're 100% right. Mike, the situation, and all those other freaking The only reason that I said that is because a lot of people say that. They're like, oh, my God, Snooky is the issue. But it's like literally like three out of four of those guys who are on that show have literally been to jail. And Snooky's the one that that show and the whole concept of that show is when America took a hard turn towards like absolute idiocy i agree wholeheartedly 100 percent. yeah and that was the beginning back. of the end we're I normalizing being a freaking drunk idiot we're sensationalizing being a drunk idiot we're telling people hey you can be a drunk freaking moron and be rich and famous go right ahead try it out that's exactly what's going it's the same thing that's going on right now with tiktok right you can be rich and famous by being an idiot for 35 seconds on a TikTok video. So no, it's everybody doing. They're going to go out and be freaking idiots for 35 seconds. I don't know. Eight out of freaking 10 hours a day, I guess, that they're awake. And they're going to try to get rich and famous. And they're not doing anything whatsoever constructive for anybody. Well, they're providing... They're providing content so people can waste <laughs> the days of their lives. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, yes. Speaking it real. Well, yes. Yeah, so my I nickname like was Snooker. <laughs> and to be completely fair, that is what we're doing right now. So, Victoria, there was a TV show on like a dozen years or so ago to very popular acclaim. It was called Friday Night Lights. It was based off of a book. And um, my wife was like, hey, I think you're going to like this. It's like a drama. Uh, it's about football. It's a, you know, a bunch of high school kids. And I'm like, that sounds dumb, but all right, I'll give it a shot. Let me tell you what they got wrong on Friday Night Lights. High school, football, and reality in general. The sophomore quarterback was having sex with his grandmother's 25-year-old nurse. Last time I checked, that's statutory rape. (laughs) Then the senior fullback on the team, who was 17 years old, was having sex with the single mom next door. And they really romanticized those relationships like something fierce. And I thought, again, that's illegal. If, if, If some single mom, 22, 23, is having sex with a senior in high school, that, that would be on the front page of the paper, not but in the I, high society section. And this is <laughs> you know what I mean? Is that like, I'm not saying that it's going to go inspire everybody to go do it. But like when you normalize it like that and then you like watch it on a movie or like if you're a kid, say you watch that movie for the first time when you were 15 years old and then get a crush on a 25 year old or your 25 year old teacher or whoever and think that it's normal, then like you are going to think that it's normal because that's all that you've seen like represented. And I feel like even like nowadays, I was just having a conversation with my sister about this and I lived through it too, because I lived through like the eight, like I was around for all this. I was in high school and all of this has been a thing for so long, but like, there's so many kids that will go on like dating apps and stuff and lie about their age and be talking to like grown ass adults on these dating apps. And like, granted, some of the adults don't know how old they actually are because they're like lying about their age. But when you're a kid, you don't understand how damaging that actually is. And 
how dangerous that is how dangerous it is exactly you're just like oh my god i'm so cool right now and it's like so not right and like the amount of times that like i've seen that happen is insane and like it is so normalized like nowadays it is so normalized even like the concept of like having like an only fans and stuff i think we've talked about this on the show but it's like i don't want to shame anybody but people that are like as soon as I graduate or as soon as I turn 18, this is what I'm going to do. It's just so dangerous. Like it is really so dangerous. And you realize I that like, sex work is the oldest profession in humanity. Yes. But that doesn't really have, that doesn't change my mind about it. And that's something else that is. Oh, I'm not trying to stuff. change your mind about it. And I'm not, I'm not trying to ex like, I don't, I'm not trying to justify it, but. I think like, sex work should be legal, but not for 18 year olds. Say that again. I think sex work, like prostitution, should be legal. We can have that conversation on another day if you want, but um, just not for 18-year-olds. Your brain is not fully developed at 18, and I don't think that you can make those decisions at 18. I don't even okay. think that I should I have any had a tattoo when I was 18. Uh, boy, I think you're walking into a trap here, James, isn't she? What do you got? Are you going to bring up transgender kids you at know like what? nine? Nope, I'm not going to talk about it. Let's go back to... Uh... The original topic here. Let's do that. And I don't think that that kids should be transitioning at that young of an age either. I don't. Um, I don't. I think that there are your brain's just not developed, and I don't think that like you should necessarily wait until you you're you turn twenty five and your brain is developed. But I do think that there are enough cases in this country where children have started to transition and then detransition where it probably shouldn't be a thing until you're old enough to get a tattoo consensually you probably shouldn't be able to transition genders and that's Wait. just how i feel until you can lay in a tanning bed legally with you probably shouldn't be able to switch genders and that's just how i feel especially because of the health risks and everything whatever but um that's you la know, la la ladies and gentlemen i have an announcement to make there uh is literally ice in hell right now because I 100%, 100% agree with everything Victoria just said. Bravo. And if you're going mean, to transitioning with, take that with, take, let me, with that being said, if you, if your kid who is nine years old says, Hey, I want to wear a dress and you say, fuck you. No, you're a boy. That is also a completely different story. I'm just saying I would never take my kids to go get hormones or any kind of surgery or anything permanent. I, you know, you know what I'm saying? You need to let them express yeah. themselves and that's how they learn every boy, every man. And if you can't admit it, then you're not a real man. Every man has played with a doll, hands down. It it could be a He-Man. It could be a He-Man action figure. It could have been a Transformer. It could have been, you know, a Yogi Bear stuffed animal. I mean, I will go way back. I mean, how far do you want me to go back here, right? But it was still a freaking doll. Can I read this comment? I saw ET as a child and had a crush. Yeah, on I saw e. that. Dude. I saw that. <laughs> But you were saying something. You were saying something real, like, and I didn't want to be like, I'm bringing cameras. I was like this because yeah, I saw that. But yeah, that was funny. But no, I agree one thousand percent, one hundred percent. And that's what I wanted to ask you. But I was gonna, no, I was gonna leave it right. I was gonna ask you how do you feel about children and trans tran transitioning and stuff like that. I but guess here's here's my question for you, 
Are are you asking if the show Euphoria is helpful to the people watching it or the people it's portraying? Maybe that's the better question. Well, like it's not based on real people. It's not like based on like real characters. Or maybe right, it is. but it's based on what could be real characters. It's supposed yeah. to represent a, a like a like a viewpoint in a in a lifestyle. So can I hold on a second? Here. Right, my understanding so is people, each of the characters so, is a very distinct story, and again, whether that's major part of the storyline, that's that's the experience that they're having as that who, person. Can I ask who plays this transgender person <coughs> on the know. show? I don't know. I haven't seen it. <coughs> but that is, is like a, honestly such like not a major part of the show at all. They like literally. I understand really it. I, I, it's I, I, just I the fact it. that like that person who is an actor playing it is transgender like you know um so, so the the actual actor is transgender yes okay cool. um, just, so just making sure what another thing that i feel like i i don't want to say like i take issue with because honestly like if it helps certain people it helps certain people or if it helps you relate whatever but um it does and like this is also coming from a perspective of somebody when i was in high school i could have like been one of these characters and like i'm saying that like i don't i know that i said that like my uh like looking around at like other people in my high school like to be completely honest with you there was a very select few who like acted the way that like i acted like me and like my friends got into like a lot of stuff that a lot of other people around me and like a lot of my other friends like didn't um until like later and like I did like basically all I'm saying is I basically got that stage like the woohoo yeah 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 I got that stage of my life done far before I was even I'm even 21 you know what I mean like I lived that when I was like 14 to like 18 like I did some fucked up shit when I was in high school okay so like going <laughs> back watching what? Oh, she knows all this. She oh, lives okay. through it as well. But um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if you if you were just born recently, or do you? I mean, and I guess for your whole generation, do you not think that anybody did crazy stuff no, before you guys came along? Joe, like it wasn't like I'm just like trying to have fun right now. Like it was like literally like I was so depressed and I didn't care what happened to me. So I would take 25 Benadryls before school and then force myself to stay awake and literally be like tripping balls at 15 years old around my high school three days a week. And everybody would be asking me like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like and like at one point I literally had like an enlarged spleen because of it. And everybody and I was like, that's because I'm stressed out but it was really because i was taking like 25 benadryls a day and like yeah well that's not normalized behavior but that's, that's what she was saying that, exactly <laughs> like exactly like so i'm just saying or like honestly i'm just gonna be honest like Zan listen they don't they don't make shows about they don't make shows about the kids that don't do drugs and the, the kids okay, that so don't do the rapes, though. they don't but make the shows about those people. Ah. The severity of it. And it like makes it like normalized. And like when you said that it glamorized that student and freaking 25 year old or 23 year old relationship, um, 
That's right. Like they glamorize this kind of drug use. There's like one scene where like they're, they're like 16 and they go and the, take the Molly. The show's called Euphoria, which is like what you experience with a drug high. I'm just again, saying, dude. It's like it's like watching the show it. Weeds on on Showtime and being like, do they really need all the marijuana but on that this show? show is, not is that necessary? Kids, and weed is very different from Xanax, especially. But that's the drugs you guys are doing, which is bizarre. I don't know why you guys just don't smoke exactly. weed. Exactly, it that. is bizarre. So why are we keeping and putting it on TV so more kids keep doing it because Zendaya on Euphoria is doing it? It's, it's just why aren't they showing her OD? It's a, That's what they should be doing. The they show should be is showing a, people OD. The show yeah. is a reflection of what's happening. It's not predicting the future. It's telling the story of what's happening right now. I agree. So 100%. It is helpful. But if it is doing it in a productive way, you don't show it like glamorized. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to do it in a productive way, it's on HBO. Actual harmful effects of it. Yes, it is. And there you are ever some watched scenes... anything on HBO ever. Okay. Well, there are some scenes that um you like kind of can see like the gravity of the situation. Like there's one where she's like got all these drugs and her mom takes them away from her and she's like pounding down like her sister's door and everybody's afraid of her. And they ended up like getting her to get in the car to go to the hospital and then they tell her that they're going to drop her off at rehab and then she jumps out of the car and starts like running through like the highway traffic and like almost like hit by a car or whatever but I just even feel like that scene was almost meant to be like oh my it was just so much more like artsy and like glamorized than it like had to be like why don't you actually show her getting hit by a car and having some kind of like recommendation to the situation that's going on and so that's I have this happening you don't have her just like running away looking beautiful and gorgeous high on that's right. That's right. Right. i actually have a great don't do this that's not I how have a great talking. comparison i have a great comparison for you here joe look at the show intervention and how they portray drug addicts how they portray the steps that they go through in the life that they live right that's an extremely different show than something like you than a drama produced by HBO. HBO is entertainment. There, I, I understand. Mean, did that, you? If you hold on, if you watch the show Rome on HBO, it was sort of a Hollywood version of what actually happened in ancient Rome. This is a TV show. This is like the Melrose place of 2022. I know that doesn't mean anything to you, Victoria, but he knows what <laughs> I'm talking us. about. It doesn't mean that like it's helpful to the public then. Like, you know what I I'm mean, saying? listen, you know, you know what characters weren't on Melrose place? Women who were prude, women who were career oriented, women who didn't not want to sleep their way to the top. That's what the characters were. I didn't make that up. I who that's not my thing. That's Aaron Spelling, who cast his own daughter in that I'm garbage. I'm saying you wrote the show. I'm just this saying. Stuff, listen, like... I, but listen, this stuff has been happening a really long time. Like, as long as there's been TV, there's been, like, let's put the pretty girls on there. Once they got over the, you know, the, the conservatism, once we started to loosen up a little bit, and it's just gotten progressively worse. Well, as has society in general and what we find to be entertaining. Well, I'm what just I think saying, I Joe just so... said is we should have been, we should all be conservative, and I agree. 
the show in general is basically supposed to be like a reflection it is supposed to be like a reflection of society and of like the youth nowadays and the way that it kind of started out and was portrayed was sort of meant to be like a positive thing and like it was going to give representation to people that didn't usually have it um like the cast is great and the first season was i it was very different than this one um but it still dealt with like the same like concepts and stuff but it wasn't as like graphic and like disturbing um and i don't think it really had as much of an impact all i'm saying is like if the whole like jive of the show is to like dismantle like this whole system and to show like how real and how like bad these things actually are then do it in a real way don't do it in a way where it's like you can keep getting away with it and you're still like enrolled in high school and like you can just beep bop on walking through and everything's fine because in reality if you really are like these characters like things are not just going to be fine and There's i feel consequences like be shown is that if you go out and you actually act like this like it won't be fine and i'm speaking as a perspective from a perspective of somebody who grew up not just like and like you have to understand that like this is like so much deeper than like a tv show like euphoria is literally like a cultural reset it is literally like it's i don't even think you understand the gravity and like the effect that this show has had on like our youth like it is everywhere all the clothes are inspired by it that are in the stores nowadays everything has literally changed because of the show like i'm not even kidding you like you think that it's an exaggeration but i am not kidding i'm not kidding like this i, I believe you right like for hannah montana like this is the new like lizzie mcguire like people aren't trying to dress like girls like that anymore people are trying to dress like maddie and cassie from euphoria and the standard is very different especially when you look at the ages that they're playing because when you look at some shows like lizzie mcguire and hannah montana and whatever that is also a reflection of youth in society but in those days, I really acted like that back in that day, too. I really had a lot of those conversations. I dressed that way. And that's just how it was. And now that this has come into play, this is just how it is. You know what I mean? And it is just crazy. And like there have been other shows like Glee. Glee dealt with like a lot of like it dealt with like drug use. It dealt with like, you know, abuse in relationships and it dealt with like really serious topics. But I even feel like it didn't always do the best job because to to be honest, Glee had like a lot of hangups and like they thought that they were being like so woke when like they really were. But like um they remember, did uh, a better job of showing the reality and the gravity of like sexual assault situations, um, like drug use, like divorce, like all that kind of stuff. I feel like they did a better job at portraying the reality of it, even though honestly, it what doesn't. About Saved by the Bell, Joe. Real yeah, show. There was also a comedy. I know that, but that's what I'm that, saying. That's a that comedy. This is a dr this is a drama. This is a drama no. on HBO. But what Dude, does that have to deal with, like, the reality of the situations? Like, they it's both the way that they're like, telling the story. Situation. It's just the way they're portraying the story. I don't, I mean, again, I just feel like your generation, like, takes offense at, to everything. It's not that I'm taking offense to it. I don't think I'm it's a taking saying, offense to it. But remember, you remember Grand Theft Auto? 
you remember Grand Theft Auto and the studies that came out and the effect that that had on kids and yeah, how much more negligible? Be, but how that's much more part two. negligible? Really negligible, my ass. It had about as much a, a it had about as much effect on kids as wearing a, a mask did in COVID. Very little. And as I just we, as we come saying, to find out, did you do drugs because of the show? And honestly, yes. When I was um in high school and even younger i started smoking cigarettes when i was 12 years old my mom found a pack of cigarettes in my purse when i was 12 years old what show was, were you watching at 12 that made you think you should smoke cigarettes it was just like everything like all the music videos all the shows like all everything i was just like this is what i'm gonna do and like i'm gonna be like less stressed out because of it because that's like what everybody does and like a lot of the things that i used to do when i was a kid i probably wouldn't do have done if i didn't see other people do it and i'm not saying that like it's single-handedly other people's fault as to why i did it because i clearly had issues and there's clearly reasons why all kids don't do that even though it's being portrayed but i'm just saying it doesn't necessarily mean that I it's think, a helpful thing i think a lot more people are going through the things that you think you're the only person that's going through and i don't mean you specifically victoria i mean just people in general you know, I had a conversation with my daughter recently. My daughter struggles with depression and anxiety. And I was like, hey, I understand you get it really severe, but, you know, we all have anxiety and depression, right? Like, we're not all everyone out and just walking around like butterflies and rainbows. It doesn't make them just go, oh, my God, that makes me feel so much better. No, oh, so you don't think I, I solved her issues with that one line? No, of course not, Victoria. What I'm saying is, is I understand that she's clinically and maybe chemically a little more imbalanced than I am. And so she struggles with it more than I do. But I just wanted her to know everybody has that. You might have it a little bit worse or way worse, and that's fine. But understand that we're all dealing with that. And 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 it's and hard for everybody. that I have, too, is that I'm aware that I'm not the only person that deals with this kind of stuff. And that's why I know that if somebody like me is honestly, like, I don't want to say that, like, I like I do get like affected by it. Like a lot of this stuff is hard to watch. Like it's hard to watch. Like there have been like a couple episodes where I've just been like, I literally like can't even watch this right now. Like I know I'm just going to like be upset and like thinking about it, like go to bed thinking about it. Like I just, because don't... it's hitting home to your own life experience. I yeah? know. And that's why it is, it could be damaging to other people like that. And I'm not saying that everybody in the world has to cater to people with issues. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that, in reality, you're right. More people than not deal with this kind of stuff. So to the general public are shows like this that glamorize drug use, sexually assaulting your girlfriend and literally sexualizing children. Is that helpful to the public? And I'm going to say I think no. it raises awareness for what what life is more or less like for probably a lot more people than we all think. Well, I'm just saying life didn't have to be where kids were walking around in crop tops that only covered the nipples. That was not life until Euphoria. Yeah, he brought it up. Saved by the Bell. There was the movie Clueless with uh, Alicia Silverstone, who was Alicia Silverstone was 16 years old, 16 years old, and everybody wanted a banger. And I knew, I knew it was wrong. You wanted to bang her, but that was because they sexualized her. None of right. the outfits 
that she wore in that movie should have been deemed sexual in any way, shape, or form. But when you look at the Euphoria outfits, go back and look at the outfits because I'm going to be completely honest with you. If you find anything inherently sexual about them, it's you that's the issue. It's not the costume designer. But when you look at the Euphoria, whatever, it's clear that the director is a creepy ass fucking man who's setting these people up to look a certain way. It's very, very clear. But is it based on the way people look or he just made up a look? He's just made up some, some but it's costumes like, why are that are you not anywhere. That are supposed to be high schoolers in those kind of clothes. When you like really look at it and see the boobs bouncing and everything that's really showing, there's this one character, her name is Cassie and her boobs are huge. And it's like this huge thing online to be like, oh my God, I literally can't even watch this with my boyfriend because of her boobs are so huge and her boobs this, that, and the third. And it's because every single outfit that she wears, they make sure they have them up to her fucking chin. And it's like a huge big thing like you know what, what i mean what's the character's name character, now now i realize we're talking about someone who's playing an underage girl so that's where the problem therein lies but again typically women with large breasts do everything they can to accentuate that that's because that's all. oh stop Those it boobs, i've been anything, on this planet for 46 years i think i know what's going on you're seeing girls with little boobs who are trying to overcompensate girls with real big knocks they do everything they can to woo you know what i'm saying like i'm serious girls who really live with the boobies they are trying to they're, every single part of their life, every single asset of their being is because of their boobs. So they're trying to whatever. What you're seeing is girls with either small or normal size boobs overcompensating. So you've been fact-checked. It's science. <laughs> Look, it's science. It's just <laughs> it's just something that's reality. All right. What else is going on here? What else Anyways. we got cooking? Let's the next talk thing about I heard it. to talk about is, and I hope we don't have any disagreements about this because this shit's crazy. But um, the Nelk Boys had Donald Trump on his podcast. I don't know if you guys got to see it before it got removed. There's clips of it everywhere, and I think that it's been re-uploaded. But um, YouTube was just like, nah, fam, we're not going to do this. We're not going to have Donald Trump basically running his campaign on the Nelk Boys show, inciting World War Three. We're not. We're just, we're not playing with it. <laughs> Look, we're at a point now where anybody who's a reasonable, rational person, including all but a handful of Republicans, understand that Joe Biden beat Donald Trump. And social media has been very clear in the spreading of misinformation, which is which is important in that. If you're knowingly spreading something that you know to be false. Now, Donald Trump, after 68 court cases, has has run out of that's just it's just not a viable argument to make anymore. If you make that argument on YouTube or face, you're going to get you're going to get shut down. They've been and you could be Donald Trump or it could be us talking about it. If you if you bring that stuff up and you're trying to sell that. Uh, or if you're still doubting that COVID's real, your podcast is going to be removed. That's just where we're at. And I think that's a good thing. And I think it's a good thing for Republicans that we've moved on from that. That's a silly thing. No evidence of fraud. It's come from everybody within the administration except for Donald Trump. 
There was nothing they could do. Mike Pence and a whole bunch of constitutional scholar lawyers he's friends with determined that there was no way to overturn the election. It is what it is. So if you're still spreading misinformation about things, you should expect that there's going to be a punishment. As far as censorship, there isn't really any censorship. There's not. We've been given like, Again, like the Garden of Eden, like just leave those apples alone. Like, I want one of those, but but not that one. You can't have that one. I'll, and... I'll agree with you 100% when all the freaking terrorists that want to bomb America, that want to kill Americans are off freaking Facebook and off YouTube and off freaking Twitter. When they're treated equally as the former president, whether you like him or not, right? When they're treated equally, when they spread just as many, just as much lies, propaganda, and bullshit, and I said just as much, just as many, as Trump, insinuating that he does as well, but they're not banned. They're not kicked off. ISIS does have a Twitter account. Do, do, do I'm going to really be honest. ISIS has a Twitter account. Joe, Thank literally, you. I'm going to be honest. ISIS has a Twitter a account. Like, problem. why We're does Twitter have no a Twitter account? When that bullshit happens, Joe. When that bullshit happens. Let me tell you something. Hold on. Let me, just let me, let, let me, hold on a second. Let me just fact check you guys for just a hot second. Facebook removed 7.7 million terrorist propaganda sites in the fourth quarter of 2021 Keep just going. in the fourth quarter of 2021 yeah that's how many okay. there are but yet yes. they're still allowed to have an account um it's easy to start uh, an account they're, they're allowed to have an account period you can have an account and until you start making threats and when you make oh, threats okay. that's okay. when you get thrown okay. off there imagine how embarrassing that must be for the former president to get kicked off a platform that the ayatollah of iran is responsible enough to adhere to the community standards <laughs> he doesn't threaten people on his official account cuz he's not a moron <laughs> i said do we have a twitter account though <laughs> that that that's that's just dumb. Well, you, that's just dumb. I understand like, what you're saying. I do. I get it. But it's just the, dumb. The it, shit. I will say there definitely <laughs> the very existing argument about listen. It's the argument about whether Kurt Schilling should be in the Hall of Fame because of his right wing conservative us. views. Nothing to do with one another. Is to kill every one of us, including all three of us. But what yet, does that have okay. to do with Twitter? They're okay, good job. What does that have Give to do with Twitter? Platform. What does that it have to do sense. with Twitter? That makes sense. Give them a platform. Dude, what does it Go have right to do ahead. with Twitter? Because they're not violent people, right? They don't threaten As us. long as they don't go on Twitter and say death us. to America, they're fine. When they do, they're oh, going to okay. get taken down just like anybody else would. That's how it works. And then just like anybody else, that's, they're just going to start another that's, account. That's great. <laughs> That's just awesome, man. That's <laughs> that's what happens when you have free accounts and you can just start one. <sighs> you could open up 10 new Facebook accounts a day and just keep getting kicked off and go to the other account. I mean, it's there. Listen, they're, they're taking down anything that doesn't go. Anything that's offensive or threatening from anybody. If the Ayatollah were to say death to America on Twitter, he would be off Twitter tomorrow. I'm sure Twitter would like to get him off of there. It's so, not a good look okay. for them. You know what? Let me look. I, you know what? No, because that's not what this is about. I would look something up right now, but we're talking about 
the I, I'll be honest with you, I have never even heard of the Nelk Boys, right? But my whole gripe with this is the same gripe I had with everything else. You can't allow certain things to have platforms and to be able to say certain. I mean, again, Joe, their very existence is to destroy us. They spread so many lies, propaganda, and bullshit throughout the entire globe. It's pathetic. But not on Twitter. Oh, so that makes it okay. No, so that James, makes Twitter do doesn't get to decide who's on Twitter. Yes, like, they well, do. I don't yes, like the way do. you live. They're a no, private dude. goddamn company. That's no. all I hear, right? No, That's it all is a private no company. Correct. It's no censorship because they're a private company. They would have but no so rhyme or reason. Them off. That's, so Twitter, great standards on you. Great. You're freaking... And you want to talk about the oil companies being money hungry? Again, the, Get the fuck out of here. The Ayatollah... The Ayatollah doesn't spread misinformation on his official account, and he doesn't make threats to human life. He that's does why everywhere he's everywhere else except on that's Twitter, why so he's that's okay, right? Because he's sensible okay, cool. enough to use I, Twitter, right? I mean, okay, really, Joe, I just wanted to know. I just want to know that that's okay with you. It is okay. Cool. The Got second it. he violates I, the community I know standards, what your line is. he'll get tossed like everybody else. Okay, so that's your line. Private companies can do what they want. That's you, your line. You live by that. Okay. You literally live by that. You're against mandates. Businesses can do whatever they want. You've said that a million times. Okay. But not this time. I, I just Got want, it. I, hey, no, 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 no. Right. Nope. No, no, no. I just Got want it. to know where your line is. That's all. My line is, is if you're on Twitter and you spread misinformation or you, or, or, or you threaten people or coerce them in some way, you'll be removed for violating the community standards. Of I don't Twitter. care if you're Charles Manson or the Ayatollah or LeBron James. The, the, the rules apply the same to everybody. Twitter, right? The rules apply because Twitter said these rules apply. It's the community standards, yes, that all social media platforms basically adhere to, yes. That each one of them came up with on their own. There is no set standard. The they're all basically like all the same people. Like, they're all basically the, exactly same. the same. Yeah, yeah. Is it government I mean, regulated or is it? No, it's not government regulated. regulated. Okay, so it's it's really, it, is, it is. It is. It is because it's a form of communication, so it does fall under the jurisdiction of the FCC. So yes, it is federally regulated, but not in those standards. They get to decide who gets kicked off and Could who be. gets to stay because of they set the standards. They set the rules of who gets kicked out and who gets kicked out or who yes. gets to stay on. Yeah, what does that change? In? Right. Okay. People who make threats or spread information get tossed off. People who okay. adhere to the rules don't. So I told is on, Trump is off. Unless you're under, or if you're under 13, and if they find out that you're 11 with an account, then they'll remove it. But, right. you know, unless they have proof that you're 11, okay. they can't do anything about it. <laughs> I, I, I'm just trying to figure You're, out. First where... of all, you changed the issue completely from should Trump still be on there spreading <laughs> misinformation? You seem to want to say yes, but then you want to push the conversation to like some former censorship. Let's talk about why he got Putin and what he said and how untrue that is, James. Let's, Let's talk deal about in it, reality and I facts. have no idea. If you if you know what he said and tell me if I think it's bullshit, I'll be more than happy. He to said sit he won the election by a whole and lot and it was rigged for Joe Biden. That's, no, that's what bullshit. he said on the podcast. Okay, that's that why it got booted. And then well, you he know said, what? I don't understand. Uh, 
this is what's this is what's crazy to me, right? I think, and I obviously don't agree with that, right? But I don't right. understand why the Democrats aren't going, just letting it run and just going, look at this fucking idiot. Because too many people believe it. Really? Too many people believe it. And too many people want to believe it. And if you too don't many tell people, people it, too many people you do, don't believe it. Because no, if you don't one. tell, if and you don't tell people like my mom, that's not true. And you tell her it enough times, my mom will believe it. My mom be sending me Joe Rogan and being like, my mom will believe it. it. <laughs> uh, Joe Rogan just said it's got to be true. Oh my God. No. What? How could we be here as a society? I don't know, man. I don't know. Donald Trump lost the election. End of story. Everybody needs to get over it and grow up. Otherwise, it is a psychotic conspiracy theory. It led to either an insurrection or just some really serious political discourse. Okay? Either way, it wasn't a good look on January 6th. Right? It was. We don't want any more of that. Oh, no. God, no. So let's cut the crap. Let's cut the crap with demonizing the Democrats and they stole the election and they're Who trying to transform America. I'm not saying you. I don't mean you, James. Okay. You don't speak for the entire, the whole entire right wing. I just mean it. This is the arguments I'm hearing lately. If, if you continue to dehumanize each, each of these sides, if every Republican's a racist Nazi and every liberal's like a, like a mentally challenged uh, snowflake, you're, all you're doing is continuing to dehumanize people. And as I said at the start of the show about that stupid show, Euphoria, again, I think people are afraid of things that they don't know and understand. And if all they're hearing is the mad stuff about it and it gets pounded into their head and you take away, you dehumanize it and you just assume every liberal's an idiot. Not for nothing, James. I, was, I read this article earlier today about um, the violence against Asian women. It's and I'm not bringing this up because you're Asian, but I know you love crime statistics. There's been a, a a rash of incidents of violence by strangers to Asian women. Part of it has to do with Trump and the and the and the Kung flu, and 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 a lot of these women during the attacks, whether they're being kicked on the train tracks or stabbed to death, they're being told to take your virus back to China. So like. Spreading misinformation literally does lead to violence on the ground. It's not Grand Theft Auto. It's people that are p- passing information along to people who want to believe it. That's why Pizzagate happened. I'd like to be completely honest with you. I know this is kind of like an extreme, but like when you put it on the other side, I feel like you would kind of understand it like a little bit more. But like, say like, say like the Nelk boys had somebody on who said that they were like, a victim of like police brutality or something like that and had like a bunch of like people on the left like completely outraged and like attacking somebody or attacking like you know whatever because of something that didn't really happen like that's exactly like what trump is doing like trump is literally like inciting riots and inciting like violence because of something that didn't really happen you know what i mean Right. And listen, if Donald Trump was right and there was massive fraud and he had the evidence to prove it, I think we would all be outraged by the deception that was presented to us. Mm-hmm. I know I would be as much as I don't like him and don't want him to be president. If he actually won and he could prove that, I mean, we'd have to do something about this. 
Okay? Absolutely. I, but I agree with that. I'm certain 68 lawsuits in a, uh, you know, uh, my pillow guy documentary later were no further <laughs> along to that being even close to reality. So, it, again, it's it, James, I understand too what you said before. Like, I mean, I, I would just run and be like, dude, t- listen to this idiot ramble on about that election that he that he lost. He would be making a fool of himself. I just think, and this is, again, why I I feel like we're at such a weird crossroads in society. People want to believe the worst. People will read an article about, oh, the the liberals, they want to transform America, and they want us all living in cardboard boxes, driving electric cars, and everybody starts to believe it, and it's like, you believed it because it was a stupid idea. It sounds right up the, the, the Democrats' alley, doesn't it? It's easy to believe that stuff if you're already thinking like these people are such morons. And then they say things like defund the police, James, just to really give some credence to that idea. But it becomes easy to dehumanize these people and to treat them like they're not really Americans or they don't love America. It's not fair. And I and I don't like it and I won't stand for it. And I wouldn't have it the other way either, James. You know, I wouldn't. But I feel like the more we continue, I, uh, to, the I, you more know we continue to disagree on basic, actual facts, the, the harder it's going to be for us to ever get it together. Do you know I'm having such a hard time holding my tongue right now? Because I, 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 I'm chomping here. I really am. I don't want to go off topic. I really, really don't, Joe. But I feel you're like you're going to go off topic. But you're sitting there telling me, right, that we can't dehumanize people. And we need to let people, you know. Express whatever, you know, and stuff like that, right? And I agree with you, Joe. I've been saying that for every episode that I've been on the show. I am not the freaking person here that said it should be legal to hurt others because they carry whatever fucking flag they want. That's why I'm having a hard time holding my tongue because you two said it should be freaking legal to shoot other people because they carry the freaking Confederate flag. But now, because it's something you agree with, I never it's said cool. that. And we need to fucking and we need to freaking and we need to respect everybody's shit. See, it doesn't work both freaking ways, and that's what pisses me off. That you want it to work both ways, except you when it doesn't agree like with you. Right now. And it's horseshit. Don't horse even shit. know what you're talking about. I said people that had the Confederate flag should be shot. Or did I say people who were invading our capital with that flag should be shot? No, no, no. Because no. that's a you totally said it different should be thing. Legal to hate crime somebody who flies a freaking Confederate flag. And I stand by that. No, I said, I said, if if you want to use the N word and someone punches you in the face for it. That's the end of the story. That's or if you all want I to said. Turn your own Confederate flag, and somebody yeah. if somebody wants to take that flag and turn it play. sideways and shove it up your ass, well, then that's that's the punishment. To me, should, we just it should be legal, right? To, it, it should be. I didn't say anything, about anything should be legal. I don't even know what you're talking about. I have no idea what you're talking Victoria about. The only this, thing I said, she, even remotely close to that. It, and she just doubled down on it. She said it and she doubled oh, down. And you're like, and, you're I, welcome and to, I fought with you. You're welcome and to throw her under the bus you. all you want. I didn't right? say anything as absurd as oh, what you just stated. No, 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 I said, no, no. Hold on. and you I would appreciate a retraction. Remember? Do you remember this? Do I don't. I never going, said anything like that. Do you remember me going? Yep. Party of tolerance. Yep. Party of tolerance. The Remember me making fun of you? And you're you going, don't understand yes, we are. what tolerance is. Yes, we are. You don't understand. Wait, you seem to think that tolerance is is 
allowing and withstanding and just allowing people to be racist and rude and bigoted. That's you not tolerance, James. What, That's being a pussy. Just, and I don't subscribe to that, my friend. You Sorry. You just said we should be Sorry. okay with it. You literally just said it should be okay. You literally I, just said it. No, don't I don't know, know what you're that. talking about. You can, okay. you can repeat that phrase. 50, I don't know what you're talking about. It's not what I said. It's not what I said. All right. If you're going to let me get this out, then I'm going to say something. But um, <laughs> I think that it should be, like, literally, I will say it, and I will say it literally to the day I die, that I think it should be legal to go up and punch somebody in the face if they say the N-word to you, and if they're carrying around a fucking Confederate flag. And the reason that I think it should be legal to do that to those kind of people and not to transgender, gay, or to any other type of group that's usually discriminated against. The you reason have a hard that, time making a solid okay, point here, Victoria. The yeah. reason that it's different is because by being black, gay, transgender, or anything like that, you're not affecting other people. But by screaming the N-word and carrying around a Confederate flag, you 1,000% are. And that's what the difference is. And that's you're a provocateur, and people. you get what you get, and I exactly. have zero problem like, with that. James, gay, to me, James, to me, let me tell you something. Anyway at all. I, I find that no different, James, than if I walked up to you and I and I hurled some Asian uh, uh, slurs in your face and you punched me in my face for doing that, I would feel like you would be totally justified. And no different. You shouldn't go to jail no, for that. But, you, but, that but I don't know if you guys have seen lately. That's not how it's working in court. Yeah, nobody goes to freaking jail anymore. People are getting away <laughs> with that kind of stuff. But I'm saying, dude, just the same. If you walked up to me, James, and you rolled up on me and our noses touch. I, I I promise you, before your head gets an inch away from mine, you're gonna be eating a fist. Okay, I would I consider that provocation on that on on that kill on your part. Right you yeah, you, That's what I'm saying. To me, you started it. So right again, I think again, this just goes to what we're talking about is if you're out there like literally trying to provoke a reaction from somebody through hate or hate speech. Again, dude, it, it's hard to. Around. It's hard to justify that or defend it. I, I like free speech as much as the next guy, but if you're out there being a Well, hate speech dick, is not covered under the guise of right. free speech. It's Correct. not. So walking Correct. around with a Confederate we flag have or calling somebody the N-word or calling somebody the Give me the, the definition of hate speech, please. And, and I, tell did, me the I legal, literally am if you would listen and, to me for five seconds. And tell me the legal, and tell me the legal precedent that it falls under. Once again, if you're going to hate crime somebody because of their race, religion, sexual orientation, or gender, that is considered a hate crime. So can carrying around a Confederate flag um, or calling somebody the N-word, or if you're dressed up as the KKK and somebody comes up and punches you in the face, you're completely justified. Hold on. I'm not saying that you're necessarily protected. I need, to, I need to stop you right there. Hold on. I need to stop you right there because there's a huge, huge, huge... Grand Canyon size difference between somebody walking around in a KKK uniform, somebody saying the N word, somebody, what was the other one you said? Doesn't matter, right? Flag. Somebody carrying the Confederate flag. Are and we going somebody, with your, we going with your spectrum thing again? Hold on. No, no, no. And then somebody punching you in the face because there's a huge difference there. 
But that's not, I'm, that has nothing to do with what I'm saying. No, it Joe does. Kind it of does, Victoria. It does. It has a huge okay. difference. No, it has it, nothing it, to do with, how are you going to say that it has something to do? It doesn't. I'm going to tell you right now, it doesn't. Um. So basically when Joe brought that up, like he's basically just saying like, if somebody, he's not saying that it's the same thing. He's saying that it's the same thing that when somebody instigates it, you have every right to stand up for yourself. So regardless if it's somebody's coming at you and punching you in the face, or if somebody's coming at you screaming that you're the end word or saying some kind of hate speech to you you have every right to defend yourself and that's the thing is that like you don't necessarily have every right but that's what me and joe are saying is that you should like just the See, same if somebody's I'm not, running up on you i'm trying to make somebody's a difference come up running up on you with your, their words you should be able to fucking defend yourself and that's just how i feel I but, am trying to discern i am trying to draw the line that's all i'm trying i'm not fighting you guys here all right. I'm trying to see where the line is between legal and illegal. That's all I'm asking. What is legal and what is illegal? Because you know what? Hold on. Let me finish this, please. I let you go on. I grew up in a time where sticks and stones, right? Sticks <laughs> and stones will break my bones, right? But words yeah. will never hurt me. Do you remember that, Joe? I do. Yes. Okay. I still do, you live remember, by do you know? Do you remember what's that? You're still a I, fan? I still live I still live by that. Yeah, what, I don't really what, care what people what, think. If you ever heard that, Victoria, I'm sure you have, right? But that honestly has no gravity to me or my life because... No, it does, so, though. It absolutely does. It, it doesn't for me, no. You know no, what? No, I can sit here and call you any name life. in the book I want, right? I can sit here and say anything I want. I can sit here and put a KK uniform on. I can have a Confederate flag hanging behind me. And guess what? I'm so glad you, you don't. can't like, do a goddamn. Hold on, hold on. You can't do a goddamn thing to me legally. Nothing. Zero zilch. Right. If I come up and punch you in the face, you can have me arrested. There is a huge freaking difference, and I need to know where your line is. So is there no line? Is there no line? If you carry a no, James, James, hold on. I was very clear in what I said. I said, if you come at me and you're hurling some racial slur, okay, or yeah. you're otherwise making me feel intimidated, if you're a threatening person, and correct, and you have every if right you're to sitting on your yourself. front porch and there's a Confederate flag in your window, I'm not going to run up on your porch and punch you in the mouth. Like you're minding your racist business, that's fine. Again, I'm, I'm saying, if, okay, no, look, no, I'm saying if you're no, that's what I mean. I know Victoria did, and right, you so agreed. And I thought you agreed with her. No, I'm pretty sure you did, but I didn't. I, I definitely didn't, and I don't think that's even what she said. But you and I no. talked about this earlier today, James. Again, dude, if you want to be a racist person, like at your house, eh, I don't care. I mean, do whatever you want. You know, if you're like super transphobic and you're like, ah, they're so gross. Great, do that at home. But if you see him in public, just, you know, you don't have to even look at him. You know, just don't make him feel threatened. And definitely don't start yelling stuff at him. And James, right, for the most part, like 99.997% of us totally do that. And we're talking about that fringe group of lunatics who, like, take this stuff way too serious. And they gonna, and again, this is what it goes back to with the Asian women. It's like... You're 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 gonna what get revenge for COVID by attacking Asian women? What are you? What are you talking Trump's about? For these idiots, it's it, yes, dude, and it's awful. And again, it's I just feel Trump's like fault, we need to start getting Trump's on the same page need, about what is doing that. Too. What is facts? What is reality? 
what what's really going on? Like we we gotta get on a, a similar page as to what reality is. All of us, or I'm telling you, it's gonna be really hard to move forward as a country, right? Like now, everybody, for the most part, there's still a couple of cuckoos, but everybody believes in COVID. It took a really long time. We're almost at 70% uh, vaccination rate in this country. How insane is that? Slowly but surely, a lot of the people that were like never going to get vaxxed are like, nah, I'll do it. Because the more that they're not hearing the nonsense, the more they're like, oh, wait, everybody else has it? Alex Jones got it? Bill O'Reilly got it? Donald Trump got it? They said not I to. I really so don't now, know. now all of a sudden, like, right, dude? bad information about the vaccine. I really don't. I never heard any. Like, don't take it. I've never heard any. It's not that he said don't take it. We've talked about this, James. Donald Trump never said don't take it. He said don't make them make you take it. Don't force. Don't let them force you to do it. And people took that the wrong way, James. So I hear so gonna... many people like, they're, they're going to start bringing us in the camps and giving us shots. No, no one's going to do that. It, no. No. Who was the ones that said they didn't believe in the vaccine? Who are the ones that said they would never take the vaccine? Who are the ones that said if Donald Trump came up with it, it can't be good? Who are the ones that said right, they, those were again, Democrats on again, a campaign trail? Cut the never. shit, James. James, right. James. And you don't think on. that had an effect? Hold on. Hold on. No, no, no. You don't no, think that had an effect? Uh, yeah, you can hold on a second. I'll, I'll, let me tell you something. Let's let's get let's clear the air on one thing. Can we can we clear the air on one thing here? Okay. I mean, my God, dude, the 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 way he just jumps topic to topic. Um. I mean, honestly, yeah. Donald, there, there like there's a big difference between. <laughs> Between the Democrats on the campaign trail saying, like, I, I don't know if I would take Donald Trump's vaccine. Yeah, every one of them went and got it when it was available. Hmm. It's a big difference between that and Donald Trump, who literally downplayed the virus and, and like an idiot, did an autobiography, uh, did a biography with, uh, oh, God, I can't even think of the dude's name. Uh, literally let them write a book as in real time as he was deceiving the country. Those are... I mean, to even compare those is an insult to everybody's intelligence. Give me a break. What they said on the campaign trail and their actions in reality. Come on, dude. How could you even make that comparison? But it didn't hurt my feelings. That's what you're saying to me. You didn't have an effect. No, because 95% of Democrats are fucking vaccinated. That's the answer. They listened to their people and they went and they got it. They were uh, like, hey, we were wrong. His vaccine is good. Go get it. And they all went and did it. We're still looking at like 60% of Republicans. 40% are like, I don't know. Not sure yet. And yet, and here we sit and wait. Just saying. Republicans didn't build mistrust in the vaccine. None of them. Yes. Yes. Ooh. Yes. They did. Ooh. They most certainly did. They Ooh. most certainly did. And again, dude, a, a couple months back, I and mean, we've talked about this, when Donald Trump and Bill O'Reilly kind of let slip that they were boosted and vaccinated, they I got booed. We came to an agreement they on got booed at a rally by Republicans, James. Well, even when I thought we came that. to that. That's on them, right? I'm talking, you're, you're bashing Trump, right? And I'm not, again, I can't believe Trump you're, told them this is what pisses different. me off. You want to know what really pisses me off, Joe, about yes. this? You freaking make me defend this asshole. That's what pisses me off more than anything. You want to defend him. I don't like to defend him. I don't like to. I you do. You say I don't. But but which right is right, Joe? 
which right is right. I would say that he was. You're gonna take. Wrong. You're gonna take I, comments well, I'm not, on I'm a not campaign trail that don't reflect side, their actions right? in reality. You're gonna I hold that against them this, when ninety five percent of their constituents are are vaccinated. That's a ridiculous argument to make. Okay. Okay. You done? Because yes. you, you get to mute me, right? So I'm just gonna walk away every time you do that. The floor you, is all yours, big guy. Right? Take it. But before you spread misinformation, I thought I would just clear the air on what actually happened and not the nonsense that you just made up. I think we owe the audience like honesty a little okay, bit. Okay, here's here. some freaking honesty. Who was the biggest seller of the vaccine? I, I don't I'm not sure who you're going with. Who, who's, I'm gonna say who's Dr. Fauci. Who freaking pumped it? Who did, really? Because Fauci said it wouldn't be ready. Trump said it would. Trump said he was going to make it. Trump ready. isn't a Trump scientist and did hugest, nothing as far huge, as it being I understand developed. that. I do. Yeah. Granted, All right. I understand that. But Fauci even said, "Don't trust it. It's too fast." Right? The no, I never heard Fauci right? ever ever okay, once. Well, Never once questioned the vaccine when it was ready, ever. Okay. He never right. did. After it was ready? After yes. it was ready? Never. Yes. Never saw then, that. Never heard that. But before then, you heard it. Don't deny never. it. Really? That he, he said what? It was too say, rushed? It's too no, rushed. No, he was, was giving us fast. a time frame on how long it would probably take based on past experiences. That's mm -hmm. what scientists do. Okay. They base granted, their stuff on facts. Granted. But granted. But it still freaking caused... <laughs> It, it caused rejecting feelings for it. It caused conflicting feelings over it. Now, uh, distrusting, thank you. Distrusting feelings for it. You have this exalted, follow the fucking science, and everybody needs to follow, believe what he says. And the timeline, he's giving timelines that too soon. He's saying, nope, it's too soon. The normal freaking position is this long. It should have taken know this what long. argument you're making right now. My what argument is, is this. My argument is this. You only shut down freaking people and you only stop freaking people that you disagree with. And that's horseshit. Yeah, and that's what I the do. Democrats do. Yeah. Well, what am that's I supposed to shut argument. down and disagree with people that I agree with? What does that I even mean? I shut down nonsense. What does nonsense. that even mean? No, it's not nonsense. You're hmm. taking a belief that you disagree with and saying it's nonsense. It's not a belief. It's facts. Donald Trump about? lost the election. It's a fact. Oh, it's not an opinion I I'm, have. I'm just going to be not, honest who, right now. Why are you still talking about Donald Trump? I hate Everybody. talking about I don't this even, man. Well, hey, you're you're, you're just quoting Dr. Show. You saw that starring Victoria Lang. You saw the beginning. We were all here. We all watched it. This is my show. I will anyway. go, I'm going to mute myself. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> Victoria. I am. I, I don't apologize. even want to come to agreement on this vaccine stuff. It's hard. Like, you know, like I'm going to be completely honest. It's hard for some people. Um, so it, 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 you know, it is what it is. I think that that's one of those things that um, it's not even, it's not even worth it at this point. No, you know let I mean? me, can I just tell you what a phony this guy is? This guy's going to call me in 10 minutes and we're going to be on the phone laughing about all this. I know. People, I know. people always, people said, like, dude, after every show, people are like, oh, dude, uh, it's too bad. You and James aren't going to be friends anymore. And I'm like, oh. No, don't worry about that. I never well, get mad at you guys. I knew I'd get you back. I on. never ever get mad at you guys <laughs> over your opinions. I never ever get mad at you guys over your views, right? Same. I never ever get mad at you guys over your political policies that you back because you know what? I want you to have them. Thank you. Whether I agree with them or not, I want you to have them. I genuinely do. And I appreciate that you do. When you guys make me mad, 
is when you claim to be the most tolerant fucking people in the world, but want to freaking shut down everybody else because Never you said disagree I was tolerant. Never Not everybody else. Tolerant. Not everybody. Bullshitters I... get shut down. That's it. I'm going to be very I got, You know what? You know, I got to tell you. I got to I gotta tell you this, man. Do it. That's what I mean. Hurt me. Do you honestly believe the freaking backwoods hellbilly from Alabama, right? <laughs> Which used to be the Alabama state flag, right? Or on the on the state flag and on the Tennessee flag. It used to be on a lot of these flags. But it meant Southern pride to them. Do you no. honestly believe that? Hold on, let me finish. That backwoods hillbilly knows that Germany is using it as, as a uh, symbol for Nazism? Well, he's got a computer so, just like so the rest he's of guilty us. Of it, That's what you said. Everybody's responsibility to educate themselves and to not be ignorant. I don't care where you live, what your education is, or whatever. We all have the same access. So what you're saying to me, internet Victoria. in this country? Yes, that is what I'm saying. Um, okay, no, 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 no. What you're saying is, what you're saying is that this hillbilly Alabama guy should now change his view because they yes. appropriated it. Absolutely. Because and they Germany appropriated it. it. His okay, own it. people did. So I, um, got it. on that note, I'm Yeah, but it does. It carries the same weight here as it does in Germany. I don't care what anybody thinks about my views on these kind of things. I've been dealing with a lot of shit in my personal life where a lot of people disagree with me on things that I know are 100% valid and are 100% true. And a lot of them are based in social issue things. And a lot of, of the issues are based because I'm a woman. And I have people sitting here telling me right now that I'm wrong when I 100% know that I am right. I am right. So I don't care what anybody has to say to me about any of these issues or any argument that anybody has to pose because through my own learned experience and you can say the same thing i know that i am right so on that note i would like to end this episode of losers pay double love you all i'm pissed at you sketchy peasant that you didn't watch this so if you're watching this later <laughs> on i hope you see this thank you very much i'm done good night Do you have a 401k and some savings for future retirement, but don't even know if it's enough to live off of? How much is enough? How often are you thinking about it? The team at JPEX Financial Group can help set your mind at ease. We specialize in creating strategies in the planning and managing of your financial, educational, and investment needs. We help clients pursue their investment goals with sound financial strategies. You deserve a personal tailored plan. Lasting, meaningful, and open relationships are the foundation of our practice. You've worked hard for your money and should feel confident in your investment choices as you make decisions for your financial future. Your goals are our goals. We are dedicated to your needs and hopes for your future. Visit our website and give us a call at 860-430-5397. 
Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. JPEX Financial Group, LLC is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. JPEX Financial Group is located at 78 Eastern Boulevard, Glastonbury, Connecticut.